Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Nats Town. Welcome to another hastily prepared edition of Nats Nightly, sponsored by the District Sports page in FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I've got Federal Baseball's doghouse on the line after Nationals. 4-1 4-1 win in the nation's capital today. They take 2-3 or three from the Phillies on the weekend. Improved to 26-18 and 18 on the year. And Doghouse will start with the man on the mound. Gio Gonzalez, 15 hits, 4 walks, 11 earned runs, and 10 innings pitched. Last two starts, 341, 396, 500 line against in those outings. 494 ERA, 313 fit, and 8 starts, 47 and a third innings pitched this season. 4Ks, 3 ground outs, and 3 scoreless. But fell apart in the fourth last time out. Wondering if he was going to do it again today. Infield single, walk. Uh, Frenchie with, for Jeff Francoeur with a single to the left, one nothing after three and a half. He gets his seventh K and his first at-bat of the seventh. Goes all that six and a third innings. One run allowed on seven hits. Nice bounce-back start from Gio. Ends up throwing 94 pitches overall. And aside from that little spell in the fourth inning there, pretty much a solid outing from Gio Gonzalez. No, this is what uh, what I, I would certainly like to think of as a classic geo outing. Uh, he got, established his, his fastball and his change early. He was uh, getting a lot of nice swing and miss on his curveball. Uh, he even threw it for strikes at least once or twice, I think, uh, and had a, a really nice outing, a lot of ground balls. Uh, a few things got up in the air on him, but uh, for, for the most part, kept stuff on the ground. Uh, very strong, very consistent. Even in the fourth, when he had a little bit of uh, a little bit of adversity there, and Clint Robinson uh, apparently trying to start a juggling act out there in left field, uh, <laughs> he, he managed to not let things get out of hand. One run came in, but that was all. And he, he I think, stranded runners second, third uh, at the end that inning, and uh, really a, a, a solid outing. He did take advantage a little bit of a low strike zone. I pulled up the pitch FX after the game because I, someone must have just explained pitch framing to FP because he will not shut up about it. Uh, but, yeah, the, the zone was a little low today, but uh, it was – you know, Gio took advantage of it, and uh, I, I can't fault him for doing that. You know, I believe there should be robot umpires, but until there are, you know, pitch to your strengths and if one of your strengths is taking advantage of uh, – what umps will give you, you do it. Hold on a second here while I cross my uh, little section about FP and pitch framing off of my list. <laughs> oh, sorry. Aaron, <laughs> Aaron Harang on the mound for the Phillies today. Six starts since he beat the Nats in April. A 176 ERA, 216, 261, 311 line against him over that stretch. First Philly starter since Roy Halladay, just a third in the last 20 years, I think it was, the Philly said with a sub-2 ERA after nine starts of the season. Clint Robinson doubled to start the fourth inning, scores when Jose Lobaton swinging 3-0 on a fastball, drives it through the right side of the infield, 1-1 at that point. Yuna Escobar triple scores on a Harper ground out in the fifth, 2-1 at that point. That's all the Nationals got off of him. That's all they needed and what ended up a 4-1 win. But Harang's given the Nationals trouble in the past. Didn't get a whole lot off him today, but seven hits, two runs, two walks was enough. 
Yeah, I think you could rightly say that Varane gave the Nets trouble today, and he put up a quality start just like uh, just like O'Sullivan did two days ago. Uh, and this is, you know, the, the Phillies are not a good team. They're they're just not. But they've got some pieces. Uh, certainly, we talked yesterday. Hamels is a good pitcher. Varane somehow has managed to reinvent himself as Jamie Moyer plus two or three miles an hour. Uh, and, you know, good for him, but luckily uh, Gio was just better today, and especially the Nats bullpen was just better today, and I'm sure you've probably got something called matchups, matchups, matchups coming uh, a little later in the podcast, <laughs> so I won't get ahead on that. Yeah, we do. Uh, Jose Lobatone, we'll stick with him for a minute. Has a good day. Aside from all the pitch framing, we'll, we'll just skip over one for four at the plate. He gets a start today. RBI on that hit there, and giving your backup catcher the green light on 3-0, a little gutsy uh, calling there by Matt Williams from the dugout, but Jose Lobatone came through once again. When he gets in there, he seems to produce for the Nationals and drove in an important run there. Yeah, green light, and it got a hard ground ball up the middle. You know, we're, we're used to seeing swing for the fences, but stay within yourself and don't do too much as the perennial post-game cliche goes. And that seems to be exactly what Lobotone did. He came through for the Nats like he seems to find a way to come through at the plate every start he gets. So I, this is exactly the sort of backup catcher you want to see, one who looks exactly like a starting catcher, except he doesn't play as much. And I, I actually, FP did get me to look up some data on pitch framing. Both Ramos and Lobotone are uh, slightly above average in terms of their pitch framing, uh, Lobatone slightly better than Ramos, but they're, you know, like maybe in the top half, but not the top third of catchers in terms of their ability to, to steal strikes. Yeah, I was wondering if Lobatone was going to have enough innings to qualify for those kind of leaderboards and how he ranked against the rest of the league. So that's definitely interesting considering how much they were talking about it today. Go back to Yunel Escobar, though. Really good awareness on his triple in the fifth inning to start the frame. Drives one out to the uh, right center uh, out-of-town scoreboard there. Adubel Herrera has a little bit of trouble with it. He notices that coming around second, takes the extra base. Looked like he was a little winded there coming in, but you got to also love the exuberant uh, safe call on himself when he slides in there safely, ends up scoring the run there, ended up being the winning run. Yeah, uh, you, you know plays pay, plays with, with verb and panache and spirit, and uh, I, I, I enjoy watching it. Uh, that was a nice heads-up base running there. Uh, it's interesting. Span a little later in the game hit almost the same hit. It just didn't hang up quite as much when it hit the wall. It didn't, didn't rattle around as much. And I think Herrera was on it a little bit faster, having, well, not, not quite dogged it, but maybe not quite played as uh, aggressively on, uh, on Escobar's hit, hit there. So Span decided to pull up and hold it to, uh, hold it to a double instead of trying to stretch it. And he... Yeah, there, there's probably a decent chance he gets thrown out if he goes for it. But the the perfect way to start start an inning off. I mean, how could even the Nats fail to score someone from third with no outs? <laughs> Never happened, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Odubel Herrera with a one-out single in the seventh and knocked Gio Gonzalez out. Aaron Barrett comes on to face the catcher, uh, Cameron Rupp. Sends a bloop single to right. Harper's charging in. Odubel Herrera has to wait for a second to see if Harper's going to make the catch or not. Second too long, apparently. Bryce Harper charges in on it, catches the ball on a bounce, picks it up, throws a strike to second base for a 9-6 outfield assist. This is a, worthy of a wow on Harper there. Just really good awareness on his part. And, of course, the arm allows him to get that out. 
Yeah, I, that was a good enough play that I actually didn't understand what was going on at first uh, <laughs> because I, I saw that I saw the the ball come in and and thought, wait, Desmond didn't get the tag on him. How was he out? Oh wait, that was a force play. Uh, yes. I'll, let's let's apply a wow to that one uh, because the the hustle to get in on that ball quickly enough to make Herrera stop because it looked like he had a chance and to then make that play so smoothly, get it on the hop, make the transfer, and fire a bullet, a, a, a dead strike into to Desmond there on the bag and get the out. Yes, wow. Impressive. And then he goes, picks up the bat in the bottom of the inning. Denard's man doubles to start the frame. Ian Desmond bunts him over. Should I pause for a boo there? Stop bunting. <laughs> Yodel Escobar ground out, two down. Uh, Phillies bring on lefty Jake Diekman to face Harper. Lefty versus lefty matchup. Harper gets a 1-1 pitch, sends a line drive to left field. Well, I, I think they're <laughs> kindly calling it a line drive here in the box score, but a fly ball to the left that falls in. Denard's fan scores 3-1 to at that point. Apparently Ryan Sandberg liked the matchup there with the lefty versus lefty, but was too lazy to bother bringing in the right-hander to face Ryan Zimmerman, who doubles off of Diekman 4-1 to at that point when Harper scores. You go for that first matchup. What's Ryan Sandberg thinking there? Not bringing in the right-hander, leaving Diekman in to face Ryan Zimmerman. I haven't looked at the head-to-head matchups. Maybe he liked those, but you have a right-hander warmed up. You bring the matchup for Harper. Why not go for another one there to complain about the other uh, manager's I, decisions for a change? Yeah, I know because Matty's showing us how to bring the matchups and and go left, right, left, put people in for an out or two outs, and and then move along. Uh, I didn't really understand that. You bring someone in to pitch to Harper, you can't just write off Zimmerman. Sure, he's he's no Harper so far this year, but he's still a reliable hitter. He gets his RBIs. He makes good hard contact. And you know, he, he as I remember, he went in and got that pitch inside and managed to send it the other way out to the wall. This is a man who can still swing the bat. Take him seriously, or you're going to give up runs. Unless uh, Sandberg was just thinking, well, it's a two-run lead. This is now effectively junk time, so I'll, I'll just leave leave him in there to to wave in the wind and finish it. The three-one lead is insurmountable, apparently. So he just packed it in. I don't know. I have to check out the matchups between Zimmerman and Diekman. Maybe he has good numbers against them, or is particularly good against righties this year. I haven't really dug into Diekman in the five minutes we had to set up for the show, so maybe there's some <laughs> thinking behind it. But more, go back to the top of the seventh inning. You mentioned uh, Matt Williams doing the matchups too. Gets Gio Gonzalez out of there, brings Aaron Barrett on to face Cameron Ruff. He gets out with the with Harper assist. Probably should have been a single there, but lines out and into the fourth out. Harper gets a second out of the frame there. So Matt, uh, Matt Williams goes back to the bullpen, brings on Matt Grace, knowing that they have Chase Utley and uh, Ryan Howard still on the bench. So if you're going to get a pinch hitter, most likely going to be a lefty either way. Brings on Grace to get the out. Chase Utley called out on strikes. A nice one-two sinker outside from Grace. Another nice outing by him. He came back and got the first out of the eighth as well. Yeah, and, and I think it's interesting to note here, uh, there was certainly been some times last season when we were complaining about the Harper strike, you know, how the, the left-handed uh, batter's strike zone seems to extend a ball width or two to the outside just generally, and it seemed like Harper was getting that pitch a ball or two outside called a strike against him a lot. This season, that's not getting called a strike. Uh, he's starting to get seemingly respect from the umpires for knowing the zone, 
and getting the zone called a little bit more fairly on him. I bring this up because strike three to Utley was about a ball or uh, two ball width <laughs> outside, and that was yeah. the Harper strike that he got called against him. And you know, Utley is, has been struggling so far this season. And again, I'm saying you know, robot umpires give everyone the same zone and make it a fair zone. But I, I thought it was it was noteworthy to see how. Uh, the way the umpires are treating the players has changed in seemingly quite a bit in, in, a, in a short amount of time here. Nationals take two or three in the weekend series. Phillies now two, eight, and one in their last 11 series in the nation's capital. Uh, only series wins in August of 2012, September of 2014 last year. They had a chance today, but didn't do it. So two, eight, and one in the last seven. The Nationals win eight straight series. This is what a good team has to do going forward. You're not going to win them all, obviously, over 162, but you just have to keep on winning series, eight straight series for the Nationals now. Going in Chicago, and a tough Chicago team that's playing well really so far this season. So good to see the Nationals kind of humming along and doing what they need to do to keep themselves at the top of the standing. Yeah, it's uh, the Nats won't get to play the NL East every series, so they're going to have to work hard <laughs> against the tough teams here. And, and I, I shouldn't be mean because the NL East teams, for all that most of them are not solid teams, they certainly have pieces and they have some solid starters and they, they have some good hitters and can put together a few games. And it's going to be hard to sweep them, even if they're as bad as the Marlins are right now or, or as weak generally as name NL East team that's not the that here. But... Uh, Going in uh, off a solid streak of, of good performance, uh, solid starting pitching, good hitting, uh, except for last night, decent fielding, and uh, and solid relief work, I think that's a, a great foundation that will give the team some confidence going into another road trip against a, a, a really interesting young team that's probably uh, you know got a, got a lot of potential, a lot of upside, and is right up there in contention right now. Yeah, but I haven't seen a whole lot of the Cubs so far this year, so I'm definitely interested in seeing the young team that they have out there. Uh, they got Watt on the mound tomorrow against Tanner Roark, with Roark filling in for Doug Fister while he comes back from the from the DL. Uh, they had to make a move this morning. AJ Cole threw 65 pitches yesterday and is filling in for Strasburg, so he probably wasn't going to be available for a couple of days. Unfortunately, he pays for a good performance, gets optioned out. Taylor Jordan comes back up, we work out of the bullpen in that same role, most likely. Anna Roark gets the start tomorrow, close to his hometown in Illinois. Are you worried at all about them moving Tanner Roark back and forth here? He kind of worked out the other day. They said he did, uh, threw BP to a bunch of Nationals hitters to kind of get stretched out a little bit, but they've had him in the relief role all along. Now they're moving him into a starting role. Probably don't expect seven or eight innings from him, but he's going to go out there as a starter tomorrow at 220 in Wrigley. Well, we know Roark has had a little bit of experience as kind of a swing guy before, uh, that hasn't been his role so far this season. So you, you've got to be a little nervous, wondering is he going to give you, you know, a solid five or six innings, and what's the the rest the impact going to be on the rest of the bullpen, picking that up, going out for the rest of the series. You know, is that going to end up? <laughs> are, are we going to get to the point where it's going to have to be sort of a tandem Roark and Jordan start? Because that makes me really nervous. Uh, or, or is he going to go far enough that the, the solid part of the bullpen can finish the game for him? You know, a lot's going to depend on the bats uh, picking up what is not the most solid starting pitching uh, situation coming up for Memorial Day. But uh, 
we'll keep our fingers crossed, hope the bats keep humming, and that uh, they support Roark plus whoever else has to go out there. 2.20 p.m. tomorrow in Wrigley. Always great to watch games there. Even better during the day when that field's lit up and just really beautiful field. Interesting to see the new bleachers out there, too. I haven't gotten a good look at the park since they filled all those in and built up the stadium a little bit more. So we'll see what the Nationals can do there. 26-18 and 18 on the year. Cubs 24-18 and 18 before today. So it's going to be a good matchup, a good series in Chicago coming up. So see what the Nationals can do on the road. Nats Nightly, sponsored by District Sports Page and FederalBaseball.com. Doghouse, thanks for joining me again, and we'll talk to you tomorrow afternoon. Go Nats. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.